Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before we set foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. For generations, for thousands and thousands of years, mankind has been truly humbled by the canine variety. Look at them out here. All these dogs in this group are solving crimes. They're beating us at our sports that we invented. They're out here blowing our cover. Maybe we're trying to rule a civilization because we've our hot air balloon crashed, and all of a sudden you're going to put me on blast? Dog? Putting me on blast? Nah. Also, alcoholism. Yeah, and, and then, but talking dog, you know, talking dog. Do you think that's what? It, do you think every dog that can talk would lead to alcoholism? Well, yeah. Like being able to like truly, fully understand the world that they're in and lose all of that like naivete and the the innocence that we believe is like kind of behind a dog's eyes. If they could just talk to us and be like. Oh, you guys suck. Yeah, Nicholas, that right there is what we call the human condition. Yeah. Once a dog can experience it, they become they fall, they feel the same problems we see, and yeah. they solve it the same way we solve it with alcohol and drugs. Yeah. So, folks, here we are in group C of best dog from pop culture. Shout out to Catherine for the list. We we took her list, we sent it to our bracketologist, and here in group C. We got a classic. Let's put, let's give you, let's give you a final four matchup in one group. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got the two seed Scooby-Doo. Told you we get Ooh. to those other crime solving dogs. We got the 15 seed Airbud going up against the 15 seed Airbud of the Airbud and Air Buddies franchise, mm-hmm. I guess I should mention. Yeah, dude, we'll get to that. Buddy. Yeah, we'll get to that. Seven seed Toto going up against the 10 seed Brian. Cody. Where do you want to start? Let's start with Scooby-Doo and Airbud. Let's get to the Air Buddies. Here's the thing. If LeBron James could have a litter of kids, if he had five kids born on the same day, do you, that would be the perfect basketball team, right? You would, So why, why does think, that logic not extend to Airbud and his beautiful five pups? I mean, that's that's fair. It's wild that it that within the time frame that they didn't uh, make those laws that they were so worried about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also, if I'm the coach of the other team, that's getting air butted on. The dog comes out to play and he's putting up what? He's like putting up 50 points on my team. I'll hear just getting them. I'm just gonna tell my kids, get in the passing lane. The dog yeah. cannot dribble. The dog cannot drive the hole. The dog cannot do these things. We just need to fill those passing lanes. Oh my God, how dumb are you? Yeah, I, I think it's understandable to lose one match to a dog. I think that's... <laughs> That's something where you were not expecting it. You weren't ready for it. They brought in a new game. That's a surprise strategy. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. And that and that's fair. I think if you lose two games to a dog, that's that's bad strategy. This is that's a dog. Bad coaching. Yeah, you need to watch the tape back. I, yeah. If you gave if Bill Belichick was able to watch the tape on Airbud, he ain't scoring no touchdowns in their big game. But Bill Bill Belichick is like, tackle the dog. Kill the dog. <laughs> You can if the dog decided to get out on the court with us or on the field with us, hit him. This is that's what I want. I, they, they always have that Disney hockey team whenever, like in Mighty Ducks, where they go up against the one team. It's like, yeah, well, we're gonna hurt your best player. I would love. Imagine that's the twist in the movie. They're going up against Garden City Goliaths, and the one guy on their team's like, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna fucking foul that dog so hard. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. <laughs> 
Like you're gonna get kicked out of the game. That's that's fine. It's worth it because that I'm taking that damn dog with me. Yeah, he's gonna be barking all the way to hell. <laughs> God, how sad would it be though if your school's record of points scored was by a dog? <laughs> oh, Air Bud. Oh, so it was like some guy's name, like Bud, like Bud Grant, but we everyone called him Air Bud. No, that was a dog. <laughs> dog that that scored that our highest scoring game. Also, and maybe it's because it's kids, but I'm like I could block the shot of a dog. I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that if if mostly this this dog is essentially playing the role that Clay Thompson plays on the Golden State Warriors, where he stands on the wing and all he's waiting for is to get a pass a pass out to him that he is going to shoot immediately. There was one night where Clay Thompson scored more points than he dribbled the ball. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. That's an insane thing. He scored over like 45 points or something, and they're like he dribbled 20 times. Because he doesn't does need to. one thing. That's what the dog does one thing. I'm just saying we got to strategize against the dog. You can't be running a zone offense or zone defense no, on this isn't... fucking dog. I'm going to this... need you to man up, full yeah. court pressure this guy. Let's yeah. make him work for it. At le- yeah, at least put the effort on the dog. Like, Yeah, come... okay, I get it. The dog can post up and shoot a shot. We've got to see if this dog's got hands. Make him take it to the floor. Make him drive you. Yeah. Honestly, here's the thing. I don't think it's a great foul shooter. I don't care. I, let's go. Let's get. Let's get some. Let's get in there. Let's get in their business a little bit. Slap. You hands. have one, Nick. You have one week to. Pre- you have one week to get your team ready. You're the coach, right? Yeah. And I give you the choice of Air Bud on your team or Scooby Doo. Who are you taking? I mean, I, I, I at least want the dog who's been there before. I get that. You want to say pick the one that's been there before, but Scooby Doo understands the language he can communicate Uh, also that's fair he gets up on his back i've seen him up on his back paws walking around pretending to be a pretty lady he can do that on the court too you're right he does he is biped in that he does do that doesn't he and he's big he's a dane so he's he's, probably he's probably six foot when he's all up there he's on back feet yeah and if we're it's the same airbuds playing against like seven-year-olds we got scooby-doo standing up there he's towering over these kids well and we've all seen the scooby-doo movie where he they dress him up as an old lady and he just gets to get on an airplane so i you might even (laughs) even when they make the the airbud laws where they're like hey no dogs can play obviously that was so we get it fun deep fun fun legal loophole but we're gonna close that now no animals are allowed to play and we're like fine i understand you beg scooby scooby put on put on this wig no one will know you're fine you're our you are lead you are our leading you are leading us in assists. I'm not losing. You are one of the maybe one of the best point guards we've ever had on this team. Just waiting for the reboot of Scooby Doo that we need. The adult reboot where this woman walks in and she's bleeding. She kicks open the door to this dingy detective's office, blood coming up from under her coat. And she looks up and behind the desk, you just see a dog sitting there and he looks at her and you hear the narrator say, of all the offices in all the world, she had to walk into mine. She pulls open her coat to show that she has a gunshot wound, blood pouring from it. The detective looks at her, hits up, pulls up his hat just a little bit to make eye contact. She goes, rut row. And then the mystery's on. <laughs> Airbud rebooted. What, what's he going to do? Airbud's not going to get on the NBA court. We can't do that. No. Yeah, no, no, no. There's, well, that's why they just were like, why don't we, I think they saw that the Airbud, the, it looked like they were running out. Like there's no more money to be made in Airbud. And then someone was like, yeah, but puppies, why don't we just give him puppies? 
Nick, what and would then, you do if you, if these if you were playing against a team of puppies and they were just dropping dimes on you, scoring left and right? What do you do? What do you do? I'm watching. Me and Catherine and Kellyanne are in the stands watching Nick and his boys get just trounced by a bunch of puppies. Oh, what no. are you doing to save face, dude? It's awful because you're like, I mean, I'm going to go hard against these puppies? No, you're not. Stop it. You're not going to go hard against these puppies. Like, you're being ridiculous. Okay, Cody, I'm sorry. I have We have to run through the things that this dog has done. And you tell me. If you feel that this is greater than Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, because I got to show you this list. So this is in order, by the way, folks, we have Airbud classic immediately after Airbud, one year later, almost as if they were like, this shit is going to bang so hard. Make that second movie right away. We have Airbud golden receiver. So we do get our first Airbud world pup. So immediately they're like, we got to get those kids in there. So now we're in the soccer world. Oh, Airbud no. seventh inning fetch. <laughs> Where apparently a raccoon is going to play heavy in this. <laughs> uh, we then move on to Air Bud spikes back. Dude, if I saw a golden retriever get up there and spike a ball, we've this is a brand new game, dude. Spiking's not easy. I can get up and do it, but a dog? I feel like of any sport that a dog could play and potentially be valuable to the team, I would, I would think a dog would make a great uh, libero in volleyball, right? Is just yeah. digging that ball out, uses its snout to like pop it up. I think mm -hmm. they're setting a great ball. I don't think they're spiking. I don't, th I think playing defense is a pretty, it's wild. called Air Bud Spikes Back. Well, I know this, but I'm saying in my fiction, I think if I think a dog playing volleyball makes way more sense. Also, everyone, these movies are released. Oh my every god, year. Nick, go down, they go to space. Oh, yeah, don't worry, Cody. This is why I need to show you. <laughs> so we get Air Buddies, which does not appear to have actually any. They just, just they're just trying to get their dog bag. It's their literally dad, just puppies. Well, we finally, somebody decided we're gonna steal these two dogs that are beating us at every sport. Yeah. And now we have, and then we get snow buddies, which is just once again dogs in the snow. Maybe as we finally get our hockey because we haven't had hockey yet. Base buddies, and then in what is still considered to be part of the universe, but is clearly a different dog. We get snow buddies or the search for Santa Paws. I'm sorry. Oh my god, Santa Paws two. And then the the combo, everyone thought in Fast Five, when they brought together Tyrese's character, Ludacris's character, we thought the Avengers Infinite, when the first Avengers movie happened, we thought, man, they really brought the universes together. <laughs> they no, can't do more than this. <laughs> there's nothing that could be better. Um, Excuse me, Santa Buddies brings you the Santa Paws universe and... The, the Air Bud buddies. universe in a holy matrimony. They're out here. They're not only are they going to save Christmas, they're going to dunk on these fools. They're, they're going oh. to save the Summer Olympics. I got to imagine. I have to hope. Or the like, I'm really worried that we get that we did get away from. Oh, God, it's better. Spooky <laughs> buddies. Okay. We got treasure buddies. Now we have the super buddies. Give them all superpowers. We gave That's them why they were dunking on us. That's so this not is, fair. So oh, this we is steroid test these dogs. So this is 2013. So I don't know when the Paw Patrol came up. If they were like, "Yo, Paw Patrol is about to get in our is about to get in our business," or someone was like, "Yeah, but let's animate it," and that makes way more sense than constantly paying for live dogs. All right, we got to get off this, but I want to say one more point that I've seen Russell Madness, which is the next movie on the thing, which is about a dog wrestler, and uh, Nick he does beat uh, John Morrison for the dog championship. No. <laughs> 
Um, I just want to highlight that there's a few that it within the extended universe, which they did not decide to bring. Who knows? Maybe they do come together in the Santa Paws in Snow Buddies. You have this is for anyone who cared. MVP, the most valuable primate, also part of the Air Buddy. Oh, universe. good, good, good. So don't worry. And he eventually became a spy as well. There's 20 over I'll send down. There's 23 films in this cinematic universe and we're not talking enough about it. And we're not, we're not that the fact Dude, that, that everyone, means, Nick, there's so many films in that universe that there's someone whose job it is to make sure there's continuity. In the Air Bud universe. We, we slob on Marvel's knob because they, <laughs> they made 26 movies in, in to get to infinity, you know, infinity gone or the infinity war and Endgame, 26 movies in total. Oh, Everybody's yeah. out here on 23, and they're like, Doug, we haven't even hit our biggest. Yeah, and yet. what we're not even talking about is, yeah, the Marvel. They got all these writers, directors. All the history of the comic World-class world actors. All the comic books to use off of. This world of lore. These fucking Airbud guys are pumping these movies out over a weekend by <laughs> themselves with a bunch of dogs. And so much cocaine. I okay. <laughs> If these movies are coming out in a clip of like one a year at least, yeah, and absolutely. in some okay. way, that's wild. It's got to be Scooby Doo. It's got to be Scooby Doo. He's the Scooby Doo. He's got a whole franchise. He's freaking Scooby Doo, dog. Like he's Scooby Doo. I we obviously had we wanted to have some fun here, but it's Scooby Doo. But we do. I'm glad we were able to pay our our respects to the Air Bud franchise, the cinematic is Toto, universe that is, is Toto the first dog in movies. Yeah, it's Toto like the first dog that played a good part in a movie. <laughs> Was to the, yeah, there might have been other ones, but is this the first time we saw acting from a dog? Is this the that first we time were we saw like, acting from a dog? We could see pathos from this dog. You know, we're like, wow, you've really, you've really put it all together, Toto. <laughs> we got it. Look out. at that. Look at look how complete this dog is. This little this little black terrier. I I think that a Toto great. He what like you mentioned early on, he solves the mystery, right? He solves. The mystery we may of the never wizard. imagine if Toto doesn't go and peek behind the curtain, right? And if he never does, do they just like- Then we just think the wizard's a big floating head. Yeah, and he just dips. Did the wizard already reward them for coming or did he do that only after? No, I think I think that Toto had to like blow up his spot and, and then right. in order to keep the secret there, he's like, fine, I'll give you your soul. And a, what, okay, so, oh, uh, we'll have to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. I need a soul, I need some gold. I need a gun because I need to shoot my wife's <laughs> ex-husband. I need to shoot him. Okay, so it's yeah, a yeah, gun, yeah. a soul, soul, and some gold. Yep. And then back to, back to Kansas. And then, yeah, and then a trip home. Yeah. Because I'm... <laughs> I gotta, I gotta fix some shit, and then I, and I gotta get out of here quick, boss. I, gotta, I need a gun because I gotta shoot. Like I said, my wife's ex-husband, but then I gotta get out of here. I need a bonus. I need a bonus life just in case the first plan doesn't go well. He's very big. Uh, and then yeah, give me that gun, please. Going up against Brian from Family Guy. Uh, is Brian? Uh, is Brian funny? It's a good question. Right. I, I always I, enjoyed I of, Brian. Uh, Here's the thing about Family Guy. I will laugh at this show. I get it. I'm not too proud to say I won't watch Family Guy. Well. I'm with you here. I, I recall very much. I remember I've been trying to find it. I've been trying to find. I had for a, not in a short amount of time a a Hot Topic wallet. So you know that boy had a good chain on Gotta it. Gotta have the chain. That had Brian on it like peeing on a fire hydrant and saying something that I can only imagine to be hilarious i can't imagine how that wouldn't be a funny situation and i so what that says to me is that i wanted everyone to know how funny i was because of how funny 
my Brian wallet was, right? I'm calling my shot. I'm stating to the universe, if you want to know about me. Nick's sending a message. He's saying, hey, not only am I funny as fuck because I got the dog on my wallet, I also got that money because I'm showing you my wallet. Yep. I got obviously got cash. That's why I'm pulling the wallet out from its dope <laughs> chain attached <laughs> to my belt loop. You know, like, oh, man, I so I know at some point this dog mattered to me in a way that no other dog has. The part I the problem I have with Brian is, is he's so unlike a dog that he doesn't belong in the dog bracket because he like he dates humans. He drinks beer. I, he has multiple jobs. He writes a book. Scooby Doo solves mysteries. But at the end of the day, he's a big dog that wants dog treats, you know? Yeah. Toto I still is a dog. That wants to be a dog. All these are dogs. I, how does, and I know it's a cartoon and I know it's a silly thing, but Cody, if you came to me and was like, Hey, I want you to meet my new girlfriend. And I was like, Oh, lo love to. And you rolled up with a sentient talking dog. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. Like I, I want to sit here and be like, that is a sentient dog. Consent is allowed, right? This dog is in, loves you, you genuine, and maybe you guys have like really great banter and you're really cute together. And like, and I can really tell that like you, you genuinely enjoy their company. Like, but I then have to also be like, you is fucking this dog though, right? Like, <laughs> you are dating, it just, even if you're just professing your love like that to a dog, like, like it I, doesn't seem right. I, and I get but maybe we're the, But maybe we're the closed-minded ones, you know? That's the, and that's where I wanna, I, I don't know if I want society to get that to that point or if I think we should stay where we are. You know, like, where do I want to see progressiveness go towards, right? It's a slippery slope is what Nick's saying. Well, but once again, as long as everything is sentient and consent is there, then I want, there's a part of me who's like, then you got to be fine with it, dude. Then you need to, and then, but then there's a part of me that's also like, it's a dog. <laughs> it's a dog. I'm sorry. I can't let my... This, all of a sudden, like a conservative grandpa just burst through my my subconscious and is like, no, no, best no, friend no. of mine who's gonna be bumping uglies with a great day. That's not okay. It's never gonna be okay. It's never allowed. And I'm like, I think he's right. I think, I think that's he's right too. I think he's right that even with consent and sentience, I don't think we should be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. And also, Brian's got his own struggles. He's got a drinking problem. He often contemplates suicide. Okay, but who are we to put him on a pedestal when we got Toto over here who does not? Toto doesn't even run from a witch. Cody, I'm gonna just say one thing to you, and I, and then I'm gonna make my decision, and then you can do what you need to do. Having a beer with Sandler. That's all. I've. It's all. That's it. Hands down. If Genie three wishes, wish number one: beer with Sandler. Beer with my talking dog. That's hands down the number one thing I want more than like that would make my my day even if I only got it for 24 hours if I could just get ripped up with yeah. Sandler yeah. and talk to him there's nothing more there's nothing more I want I don't care how if that my if the dog solves the conflict of a, uh, an entire civilization ensnared by a, a dictator who seems to be kind of chill with everything though like generally they seem to like the wizard. Here, I'm but... really stoked with like, I love the idea of Brian as like my pet. If the dog is just chilling and vibing with me, we could have a beer, we could talk politics, we could talk, you know, Palestine, whatever we want. But then the second my dog brings home a human date, I have a, I'm having a difficult time parsing that. Yeah, I, I understand, I hear that. And I'm happy to continue the conversation. 
Yeah, but I I'm. Think we get, I can we keep locking Brian. Toto does a little bit, but Toto's not doing it for me. Either. I would say, I mean, Toto walked so Brian could run. Yeah. Toto, Toto, without Toto, this list doesn't exist. And I will, and I would put my life on that. Yeah, I agree with you. Toto definitely is doing some heavy lifting, but Brian is, he's out here. He he is out here. So we've got Scooby-Doo going up against Brian. Now, my question is, can Scooby talk or are they anthropomorphizing it, right? Because like Sandler's sometimes, like, or not really Sandler, but Sophia, the cat, our cat. When I talk to Sophia, she meows back in a, in a pitch and cadence that would in make me believe, oh, we're having a conversation. <laughs> and I know we're not, but also we are. Yeah. So I think Scooby-Doo is the perfect amount of conversation I want to actually have with a pet. Sure. I right. want to be able to pretend and I want to be able to fill in the gaps. But at the end of the day, I don't want my pet telling me what to fucking do. Right. Yeah. And, well, I am the pet king and you are the pet. Brian, on the other hand, I feel like he's going to come in and start. He's going to like move my furniture around. I'm like, well, no, dog, yeah. this is not how this goes. Well, yeah, at some point he's a room, like I, an, a pet is a roommate, but in this way, like it really is a roommate. Like if I have to go to my fridge and I'm like, hey, where, hey, where are the beers? Oh, dude, I'm sorry. I should have gone to the store. That's on me, dude. I'll, I, I can get you some money though, if you want. No, dude. no, your dog, don't drink my beers. Unless I'm drinking them with you, in which case that's all I've ever wanted in my entire life. That's all, that's fine. When shit hits the fan though, I don't think we can count on Brian. I think we can count on Scooby-Doo. He has a proven track record of not only escaping from monsters, but catching criminals. Yeah. Solving mysteries. Brian doesn't, Brian, when you think about Brian, it's cool. He's an anthropomorphic dog that hangs out and lives, but he doesn't do anything. He's a leech on our society. He's a leech on your home's funds. Scooby-Doo is still a dog. You could feed him dog food. You can't yeah. feed Brian dog food. Are you kidding me? I guess there is the very much implied, well, do you want to get drunk with your dog or do you want to smoke weed with your dog? I'd rather smoke weed like, with my dog. Because Scooby, we know, we know, we know, we get it. We're all, we're all there. Yeah, we, we, all we know what Scooby snacks are. Yeah, we get it. I, okay. This is important to bring up, Cody. You and I have a pretty clear stance on things. Is Scooby-Doo a cop? Scooby-Doo's not a cop, no. Private investigator, dude. Private investigator okay. for sure. Because I think if, if a cop was the villain, Scooby would bust him in a second. That's fair. Scooby I do would agree. not protect the police. He is, no. Here's also the thing I don't want. Uh, if my dog has true sentience, I don't need existentialism from my dog. Like, I oh, don't. God. He, a depressed dog, like, because there are times where, like, maybe I can't do everything for Sandler, right? There are times where, like, you know, We've already, we've, we've walked, we've already walked like for multiple times today. I've given him toys. I've given him treats, but then he'll sometimes just get off from like cuddling and then just stand and like stare at me and kind of, and I'm just like, I don't, man, I don't know. I can't, I don't think I could have done more for you today, but if my dog could just be like, you lazy piece of shit. Like I, I need more. I'd be like, fuck you. I have a job, dude. Yeah. Like I'm out here. No, you live for free in this house. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I got a lot in Scooby-Doo. Brian is just. It sounds good on paper, but I think in practice, it would be very bad. And also, if you're the only one with this smart dog, the eyes and ears, the government's going to get involved. They're coming for your dog. Oh, yeah. And especially Brian once can't... your dog, especially once your dog has sex with one of the their wives, like an FBI agent's yeah. wife. Dude, yeah. you, th you think you're going to be able to bounce back from that? No. Uh, and you know that's who they're going for. He's got a problem with authority, this dog. Okay, yeah. I'm not getting Scooby-Doo, dude. And also, let's think of it this way. What if I quit my job and I throw my dog in the back of my car and I start solving mysteries? I, that, that also sounds like a great life, though, doesn't it? Yes. Like, there is a part of me who just, like, yeah, I get it. Just smoke some weed and run around old abandoned carnivals. Let's go. Why? Cody, you're coming up here next weekend? I'm Yeah. <laughs> Valley Fair's closed right now. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
I'll bring Sandman, dude. We'll solve some mysteries. He got this, dude. I'm excited. Yeah, let's do it. I'm locking in Scooby-Doo. You there, too? I'm with you. I'm with you. We'll move Scooby-Doo on as the Group C champion. And that is it for us, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want about your boy, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend, wherever you're listening to this. Make sure you hit that like, that follow, that subscribe, and give us those five stars wherever you can. Send us your Scooby-Doo fan fiction at Friendly Comp Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that. If you have a 16-team tournament you'd like to see us do, metaphors for smoking weed and solving mysteries besides Scooby Snacks, email those to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com. If it's good, we'll do it just like we did this season that my wife said. Yeah, I like uh, Murder, She Smoked. Ooh, that's good. Oh, do a little Murder, She Smoked? Is that what you want to do? (laughs) Murder, She Smoked? The blunt truth? I love it. All right. Shout out to Charizard for that intro music. You want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes. That is going to be it for us, folks. We got a new episode coming out on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.